Today's post-game recap podcast is sponsored by the North Lincoln High School Sports Boosters. Thank you for all you do for the student athletes and coaches. Without you, their experiences would not be the same. Go Knights! Welcome to week four of the post-game recap podcast for North Lincoln High School. The Knights were defeated by Maiden 40-21 Saturday afternoon on the road and are now 2-2 two and two on the season. I am Will Thornell here with North Lincoln head coach Nick Basil. Thanks for taking the time again this morning, coach. Despite the loss, your team came out and got the lead early on with the touchdown in the first quarter. That being said, uh, how do you like the way your team uh, kind of approached last night's game after the defeat at East Lincoln a week ago? Well, we had a much better week in practice, Will, um, than we did the week before. Our preparation was better, <clears throat> although it didn't may have not shown uh, as much on on uh, yesterday on Saturday. I thought we played uh, well enough in the first half to keep the game to keep the game close, but uh, we made a lot of mistakes even in the first half. Where you know the some some of the the things that happened may have may have not happened uh, in Maiden's favor as much in in the first half. Maybe we'd have been up another score. Uh, those mistakes in the first half hurt us tremendously and. And, uh, and enabling us to come out in the second half and have a chance. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're in a situation right now where uh, our, our weaknesses are being exploited. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not real, we don't have a lot of team speed, and especially up front. Uh, you know, and our offensive linemen are having to turn around and play defense. And uh, there's a there's a marked difference between an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. Uh, you know, when when we're playing teams in our league right now that that throw it three out of four times and uh, and and their running game is uh, is not the biggest part of their game, uh, then we have an issue um, because we we can't get a pressure on them like we want to because our lack of speed up front. And, uh, you know, when we played our first two games of the season, we played West Lincoln, we won that one, and we played West, West Mech and won that one. Uh, you know, West Lincoln, we had to stop the run, so that played more to our favor. And then when we played West Mecklenburg, uh, they were they were a, a run and pass offense, and um, they, were, they were slower than us up front, so we, that enabled us to equalize the speed factor up front with them, uh, but they had also not seen an offense like we run in Charlotte Mech area, so that was a, an advantage for us. So, so we ended up winning those two games, and now we're in a in our league where uh, where there's speed and 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 there's a, the ability to throw the football, and there's offensive linemen that are good up front. So we're we're struggling right now with those with dealing with that type of offense. Uh, I guess, like I said before, our our weaknesses have been exploited now uh, in, in these last two games, and it's hurt us. But at the same time, for last night, I guess, or yesterday afternoon's game, we just made way too many mistakes, Will, to, to keep that game close. And, and every time we'd finally get something going, you know, we'd have a penalty or we'd turn it over. Or there would be things that would happen. We just we just hurt our own self and not taking anything away from Maiden. Uh, athlete for athlete, they were better than us. And, uh, but I, you know, and so, you know, if you get beat like that and you play a perfect game, 
you can hold your head up and feel good that you, that you, you did all you could do. But uh, even though we were, I felt like we were undermatched in that game, um, I still think if we take the mistakes that we made uh, out of it, that we could have at least kept it closer or maybe had a chance in the end. You mentioned speed. Um, obviously, the, the Blue Devils have lots of speed on their offense. Uh, and they put up 40 points on you guys yesterday afternoon. What else kind of makes their offense so hard to defend against? Well, well, I mean, the offense is not hard to defend. Uh, well, it's just like I said. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if their quarterback has all day to throw it, because we can't, we don't have speed enough to get to get pressure on them. You know, it's like playing seven on seven in the summer. The guy standing back there, and the, the difference in seven on sevens is when it's officiated right, they got four seconds to get rid of the football. Well, you know, if he's got six or eight seconds to stand back there, you can pick anybody apart. Mm-hmm. You know, our secondary, you know, we, we've got some pretty good athletes out there, but, you know, if you give somebody enough time, just like it was at East Lincoln, you know, people can roll around and, and stand back there and wait for receivers to come open, and it's like you're playing, you know, PE football where you just stand back there with no rush and wait for somebody to get open. If you got somebody can throw it, they can find a receiver. So, you know, that that's that's the difference between us now and the last two years. We've had some quickness up front on the defensive line, and our linebacking core has been, you know, quick too. So we could get pressure on people. They couldn't stand back there and pick us apart. So it's not that their offense is that hard to defend. We knew what they were going to do. It's just the inability of our uh, – of our our defensive front uh, and linebacking core to get pressure on, them. Uh, and it's not it's not a it's not a schematic thing, it's a physical thing, and that's just where we are right now. Yeah, that's well said, there, Coach. Um, you mentioned your team made too many mistakes yesterday. Uh, what would you say was kind of a key moment in the game that kind of dug you guys in a hole that you guys weren't going to get out of? Uh, probably that first drive, the first drive of the second half. And uh, we turned the ball over, gave it right back to them. And, you know, we started off on the 50-yard line because they got a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty um, because they didn't get get out of the field house in time after, at halftime for warm-ups. <laughs> so we start out on the 50-yard line and we turn it over. We give it right back to them. So we lose our advantage. It's 14-7 to at that point. So... Uh, uh, so we come, you know, we we hope that we can come back and get right back in the ball game by establishing a drive on the first. One. And so when we when we give it right back to them, we lost that that first strike capability of the second half, and and then they capitalize off of it. Now we're now we're battling back. We got to score three times just to get to get back in the lead. And, you know, I love what we do. I believe in what we do offensively, and and I'll. You know, I'll finish my career doing what we do because I think it's effective and it's proven that to be that way in the past. But I, but I make no bones about it. We're not a come from behind offense as far as when you're down two or three scores and you got to. It's just you know we're we're not a a two minute up. It's just not what we do. And uh, and with everything that's we we with, that we've tried to do in this COVID season and. And, the, and the, the rush and the, to get things in and, you know, the limited practices and things like that, you can, 
you can install things that you would like to install because there's no time to do it. But uh, bottom line is when we get down more than two scores late in the ball game, it's going to be hard for us to come back because uh, we just because time's not on our side, you know, and that's that's the that's the disadvantage of doing what we do. So it just ended up being that way in the second half. You got down too many scores, and really that that first drive where we turned it over right there and gave up six points after that. Uh, that one right there put us in a bind. Yeah, moving on to a bright spot of yesterday's game uh, was your play of your sophomore tailback, Brennan Rogers, who rushed for 103 yards on 15 carries with a touchdown. Uh, moving on to the future, uh, how exciting is it for to have an underclassman like him kind of shining on the big stage? Well, it's always good to have a young kid like that uh, that that does, does some good things. Honestly, he should be our JV fullback. Um, you know, we lost both of our – of our underclassmen fullbacks from last year, and so he was he was the third fullback, or actually the third or the fourth. We we lost we had four fullbacks in our offense last year. Two one was a junior, one was a sophomore playing varsity, and two were on the JVs. And we lost three out of four of them returning from last year. So he's the only one we had, mm-hmm. um, and he's and he's doing a good job for us. Uh, on, in, on the varsity, um, uh, and last night he ran hard and ran well, and I'm very proud of him. He's a great young man, works hard uh, in practice and works hard in the weight room. And so, uh, you know, I think it, we got a bright spot with him. The, the, the downside to that is he's only one. And so, uh, you know, the, that, there, there we go. We got three more games, and we're just gonna keep our fingers crossed and hope that he stays healthy because uh, we don't have anybody else after him. And that's it. And it's, that's the situation we're in right now. Lastly, uh, moving on to next week, you guys will host uh, Newton Conover, which obviously means a lot to some of your seniors as their former coach works there, works there now, and maybe for you as well, considering your history there. But put that aside, uh, what's it going to take to get back in the win column? Uh, we're going to have to learn to get up when we get knocked down. Uh, well, you just you just can't lay around and and uh, sulk because you're you're not playing well. You're going to have to do something about it, and uh, and that starts at the top with the coaching staff, and and even more so at the top with me. So uh, my job as the head coach is to get our coaches refocused, and then our and in turn get our uh, get our kids refocused, and 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 just kind of. Uh, this week might be one of those weeks where you just you just take your hand and wipe the whole, wipe everything off the table into the floor, and you just clean off the table and you start over, and and put all the past behind you, and say let's quit let's don't worry about these last two games, let's fo- let's focus on uh, getting back to where we were in weeks one and two, and build off of those two weeks and start over, and so. Um, you know, that's – I don't know any other way to approach it. You know, we just can't lay around and wallow in, in, in the things that have caused us to play play bad the last two weeks. We got we just got to start over and, and, and coach them up and get the kids uh, back on track as best we can and, and uh, see if we can find an answer to some of the things that we've been doing wrong. That's well said there, Coach. Uh, 
This has been week four of the post-game recap podcast with North Lincoln High School. The Knights dropped a 2-2 two and two on the season after a road loss at undefeated Maiden. Once again, I am Will Thornhill here with North Lincoln head coach Nick Basil. Thanks for taking the time again this morning. Thank you, Will. I appreciate you having me on. Today's post-game recap podcast is sponsored by the North Lincoln High School Sports Boosters. Thank you for all you do for the student athletes and coaches. Without you, their experiences would not be the same. Go Knights! Thank <laughs> you.